You're listening to St. Pius X Catholic Church in Lafayette, Louisiana. Thank you for joining us. Today we celebrate the solemnity of our Lord Jesus Christ, King of the Universe. This is kind of the capstone of our liturgical year, the very last Sunday before we begin the new liturgical year, an Advent. You know, last year I preached on this Sunday about why the church instituted this Sunday. The church instituted Christ the King uh, in the 1920s to help the people overthrow the evils of communism and Marxism that was coming into the world, uh, condemned by the church or these political entities. Uh, this Sunday, I'll see if I could be a little bit more controversial. Huh? Uh, I want to go into Christ the King, but an examination conscience to see if Christ, if he actually is my King. But first, in our reading, Christ fulfills the Old Testament kingship role. Uh, in our first reading, it talks about the kingship of David. David, after Moses and the Ten Commandments, he is the most dominant figure in the Old Testament. And this is because David received the eternal covenant of God and his dominion as king, beginning this kingship role on earth. It's so important because now it's kind of putting together why Jesus needed to be from the lineage of David to fulfill the kingship role that began in the Old Testament. Christ fulfills the role of the king. And in fact, while Jesus was on trial to be killed, Pilate asked him, are you the king of the Jews? Are you a king? In our gospel today, the thief looked above the head of our blessed Lord on the cross and saw king. The Jews were waiting for a political king. But God doesn't just want our politics. He wants us. He wants the throne to be over my heart. The royalty of Christ rest on two foundations. The first, Christ is king by birthright. He is God by divine nature and he is the sovereign Lord and master by birthright. The second foundation, Christ is king by conquest the God-man coming to earth to rescue fallen man from slavery to Satan and sin. Christ is king by right of conquest. And so the question kind of posed today, is Christ king in your life? Did he truly rescue you from sin? If Christ is not your king, then Christianity is a lie to you. If I only let Christ rule over one aspect of my life, then he's not king to me. 
It's not real. Okay, let's, let's get a little concrete with that. What does it mean that Christ is king in my life? The first aspect, is Christ king of your family life? Do we treat everyone in our household the same? How do you treat your wife or how do you treat your husband? How do you treat your kids? Kids, how do you treat your parents and your siblings? If Jesus is king, we won't use them for personal gain. Spouses, parents, what about the bedroom? Is that just simply a place for your own pleasure? Or is God present there too? God is love. And so is love a part of that aspect of your marriage? Have you ever prayed about the number of children you're called to have? We say often that kids are the most precious gift that God can give us. But often, parents ignore what Christ the King has to say about the number of kids they have in their family. Each child is a discernment between the parents and the God. Being fruitful and multiplying is the first of God's commandments. In a nutshell, I never met grandparents who said they had too many kids or too many grandkids. I have met grandparents that wish they were more open to life. Have we let Christ reign as king in our family life? Or is Christ king of our professional life? If we are involved in a job that is fundamentally immoral, then we have to get out of it. It doesn't matter how much money we get paid. If the company is pursuing strategies and policies that are immoral, we have to voice our opposition. We should bring our faith into our workplace. Can we show on some level that we're proud that Christ is our king? Money isn't everything. Look, there's nothing wrong with money making. Uh, you need that to support a family. But if the dominant concern of our professional life is how much money we make and as making as much money as possible, then Christ is not the king of our professional life as somebody else is. Is Christ the king of our personal life? Can you do everything that you do in private in such a way that Jesus could be sitting right next to you? How we seek entertainment, how we seek relaxation, how we hang out with friends, would we be comfortable if Jesus was doing all those things with us? Or in a nutshell, if you are involved in something egregiously sinful and immoral, and no one knows about it, then Christ is not the king of your personal life.
you are trying to pigeonhole the king of the universe. If your friendships are not leading you down the right moral path, then Christ isn't king for you, or at least he's not king of your personal life. And lastly, is Christ the king of our minds? Do we think deeply about the faith? When's the last time we read a serious book about the faith? I don't mean some pop superficial book. I mean something that actually teaches the faith. Not something that makes me, gives me feel goods. Something that actually challenges me. The number one reason listed by kids on why they leave the faith is that they never had their questions answered. No one explained the faith to them. If we are not learning about the faith, then how can we expect to teach the faith to our young people? St. Peter says to always be ready to give a reason for the hope within you. If we can't do that, then Christ is not the king of our intellectual life. You know, I think the average knowledge of the faith remains at about a sixth grade level. Would we be satisfied if anything else, our knowledge about anything else, remained at a sixth grade level? When's the last time I actually learned about the faith? Is Christ the king of our minds? You know, this Sunday is the feast of Christ the king. So why does the church select this theme as the last Sunday of the year? Or why does this sentence from the last scripture reader reading come on this Sunday? Why does it come from Jesus on the cross to a thief? Because on the last day of our life, that is what we will hear. If we lived as Christ is our King, today you will be with me in paradise. Christ is King, not only from his birthright, but also from conquest over my sin. If he is your King, then your life will definitely have been worth living.